And oh. we were there, man. We were there. That was like we a no-brainer, the main... and I like, totally coming screwed that to up. See... Jim and Jason? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> hey, guys, you know I've been trying to locate a machine monitoring system that is easy to install with minimal onboarding, right? I have to tell you, Amper Technologies reached out to me. Akshat, their founder, has been on the show before. He sent me two units to s- install on my CNC's under their 30-day pilot program. It's been nothing but easy peasy. Ryan snapped them on. We waited a few days to validate and collect the data, and away we go. Check them out at amper.xyz and look under products for their pilot program. Bam. Welcome to Making Chips. We believe that manufacturing is challenging, but if you are connected to a community of leaders, you can elevate your skills, solve your problems, and grow your business. I'm your host, Jim Carr, and I'm sitting here by my co-host of six plus years, Jason Zanger. How are you doing, Jim? Great, great. Feels good. I'm starting to roll now. Episode three of the day, cranked up on a little coffee. I'm really excited about this episode because I like talking about fun stuff. When I first gave you this idea for making chips yeah. and you said yes, yes, and we started recording some episodes, we talked about IMTS as one of our first 10 episodes. Do you know what the name of it was? I kind of remember, but I don't remember the exact IMTS name. IMTS Hangover. Oh, that's because right. I, yes, yes. Because I remember- Oh, yeah. Everybody has a hangover from IMTS. IMTS and it yeah. was like sensory overload. You know yeah. what I mean? For the past couple of IMTSs, I've hosted a party at one of the local yes, restaurants. Yes. You, so. yeah. you know what? It's fun. That's what I want to talk about today is- I really think the pandemic is over and we're moving away. The economy is in overdrive. People are spending money. That Mm -hmm. really amps up the economy and get things moving. I know manufacturing is one part of the overall economy that's on fire, Mm -hmm. but people are spending money buying refrigerators and redoing their houses and going, going to restaurants. To, and, well, I live and, in the Southport corridor of Chicago and that's like a, a hot area with shops and restaurants and everybody's everyone's out, out, right? And no masks, yeah. thank goodness. And I'm at the park with my kids and no masks. You know, it's great. So and I'm very happy about on that. Friday, June 11th, we are going back to 100% capacity limits for all your sports games, concerts. And so, speaking of that, Jim... We're going to be having a party for making chips for manufacturing leaders on September 23rd. Exactly. It's going to be a good one, so too. Assuming that there's no new pandemic, we're going to have our party in September. What it's going to be is we're going to be celebrating manufacturing. And we're going to be celebrating manufacturing leaders. We are. So absolutely. put it on your calendar and email us if you want an invitation. What day of the week is it? It's a Thursday. It is. And we're going to do something on Friday for manufacturing leaders as well. Sounds good. Yeah. Another thing that we're going to be looking forward to is IMTS. Yes. IMTS 2022. Yeah. The reboot. The reboot. And we've got a great guest with us today. He's no stranger to making chips. He's, the show a, he's boss. a good friend of ours. He is the show boss. I don't know if that's his LinkedIn title, but it's not official. To, what's not official? It's the unofficial is that title. What you, is that what you gave him? Uh, no, I think he's had that for quite a while. Okay. This Just guy, like you're the salt bay of manufacturing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I still don't know who that guy is. Just imagine you, except he makes meat instead of parts. Oh, good. I can relate to that, I guess. So anyway, we've got a great guest. We're going to talk about IMTS 2022 today and all the good things about bringing our community back together and just a week of excitement, 
fun and fun and, and learning and new learning, things. Learning. It's, yeah, a, it's a learning experience for me, for sure. I have some fun. I know you like fun facts. Yeah, I do. Don't look at I the do. screen because I'm going to answer. We probably you a went through questions. some of these fun facts during eh, the IMPS maybe, hangover. Maybe there's one that you probably don't know. Okay. So I was doing a little research for this episode at the 1947 Machine Tool Show in Chicago. All machines were required to be painted with the same shade of machine tool gray. So the Cincinnati Milling Machine Company introduced a new cutting fluid, offered. It to all exhibitors, and oh yes, it was. I know what color was pink. Yeah, pink. You did yeah, know that. Absolutely. Yeah, it really stood out against all that gray, and was a great promotion. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I mean, we sell well, a lot I mean, of coolant. I would hope so that if you sell cutting tools, yeah. that you probably knew that. Well, we sell coolant it. too, and we do sell some of that pink coolant. So what do yeah. they call it? It's just a dye. There's nothing different about it. So they it was make a it marketing in, thing, basically. Yeah, I absolutely. wonder. So. Do you know the year and the location of the very first IMTS show? Um, I believe it was in Ohio. Yes. Bing, 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 bing. Cleveland? It was Cleveland, yes. Okay. Year? Well, you just said 1947. But... No, no, no. This was when the Cincinnati Milling Machine Oh, Company I'm sorry. Was it World the... War II? I need a year. I don't you know. You know, numbers. I don't know. Nine... 19-something. 19XX. It was before the Great Depression. Oh, okay. Gosh, that was... In the 20s, so 1912? No, 1927 was the first IMTS. Okay. Show. Yeah. They were on odd years back yeah, then. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll ask have to our guests today yeah, about how that all transpired. What year did IMTS have a record-breaking attendance? 1970. No. Get one more chance. And 1976. I'll no. I have no idea. 2018. And oh. we were there, man. We that were was, there. That was like we a no-brainer, and I like, totally screwed that up. They were coming to see... Jim and Jason? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Record-breaking attendance in 2018. I was glad to be there as well. You know what's funny? We actually even brought some people in for Paul Van Meter's company to see him. Remember we were talking about on the show about that we were going to be there? And mm -hmm. then, yeah, it was that was funny. Yeah, that was fun. Okay. What year did I attend my very first IMTS? 1942. Seriously. N 1968. 1976 was okay. my first year. That was when I was With born. my dad, he took me down there to McCormick Place. We walked the show. I was bored. The Bicentennial. I was bored out of my mind. I, I took my daughter, who's now going to be 15. I took her to IMTS many, many years ago. Yeah. And she liked the robots. No, of course. Yeah. Of course. And I'm going to take my son, too. He's. I want to go on the market and buy a machine shop specifically for my son because he's really into programming and everything like that. And I'm like, this kid has a future in manufacturing. There you go. Start leading them now. Yeah. So I'm going to take them to IMTS and yeah. this next time. I've been asking you lately what's new in your life. Yeah. You're going to take this four weeks sabbatical yeah. and you're going to be doing this rebranding as Zanger's Black. Yeah. We already talked about that. Yeah. We did. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Um, You know, we just. Personal. Oh, personal? Well, let's oh, go personal. Not, Why not? not? not oh, my, the, wife not and I just, my wife and I just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Boom, so that was pretty go. amazing. Yeah. You know? Awesome. And we're going to be, as a part of the sabbatical, we're going to be going to Wyoming for five or six days going to jackson hole going to do some hiking and you're going to go to mount rushmore out. is that in wyoming uh i don't no. even know it's in that area yeah. so anyway so before. we're going out there and then we're gonna i'm gonna make a road trip with my family to georgia it's gonna be fun and then do some other things but i thought you're gonna ask me about business no okay. i don't want to know about your business don't care. okay don't care thanks okay and i don't think the metalworking nation does either i think they do okay I, I think everybody in the metalworking nation wants to buy their cutting tools from me so they oh, do care oh okay <laughs> well not everybody but <laughs> kidding before we bring our guest on and talk about 
all the great stuff about IMTS 2022. Got any manufacturing news? Yes, as yeah. a matter of fact, I do. And do um, this has to do with a partner of making chips, Zometry. So yeah. this is from Forbes, and it's dated June 4th, and it says, On-Demand Manufacturing Marketplace, Zometry, files for $100 million IPO. They're having a an IPO. Do you know what that stands for? Initial public offer. Very good. I, didn't, I, know, I didn't That was they, one acronym I knew. I didn't know that you were going to know that one. <laughs> yes. So it says here, on-demand manufacturing marketplace, Zometry, filed to go public today. In doing so, the eight-year-old company, which plans to raise up to $100 million, to. is moving to the public markets. It says Zometry has not yet priced its shares, but it was valued at $558 million at its last funding round. I mean, this is pretty big news for you know a tech manufacturing technology company to be filing for an IPO. I think that this is good for the manufacturing industry because it's going to raise awareness about our industry and how great it is and how viable of a career is. I think this is just going to be good overall. They were the innovators in this space. I mean, mm-hmm. them and maybe one other company started this particular on-demand Type. These kind of numbers are always interesting, but I, know. Um, I have another thing from this. It says here that the company booked $141 million in revenue last year and posted a $29 million operating loss, according to its registration statement with the Securities and Exchange Commission. So they're filing for a public offering, but they lost $29 million last year. That could feed our families for quite a long time yes, on that could. loss. Couldn't yeah, it, absolutely. But anyway, so th- I mean, this is how you know technology companies work nowadays is that they take losses and losses and losses and losses, and they keep taking on investments until finally they gain some steam. And then those losses are just surpassed by future earnings. And that's what Dometry is looking for. So this is going to be interesting to see how this goes in the future. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how this shapes some of the perception for the manufacturing industry. Sounds good. And I wish them all the best. They're Absolutely. good people they're over good there. People I, I genuinely, ours. Everyone's a competitor with everybody, right? Who's going to stand above the... Who's the right fit for the right person? Yeah. Right? That's all we have to do. All about relationships and process, I, I guess agree. you should I, you would say. I could definitely agree. Let's talk about the reboot of IMT. Yes. So who do we have on the show today, Jim? Well, he is absolutely no stranger to making chips. He's been with us many times. We've got a great relationship with him and the company he works for, which is IMTS. The actual have, company is AMT. I have to it correct is, you, Jim. Well, yes, it is. I knew that. It's great to have Peter Eelman back in our studio. Talk to us a little bit about all the exciting things about IMTS 2022. Peter, welcome back. Hey, yeah, welcome, it's Peter. great to see you guys. Yeah. Yes. In person, no masks. We were chatting a few minutes before we started about how exciting it is that it's coming back and it's coming back so quickly. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is the momentum. The business never left. You guys know that. I mean, yeah. the business never oh, left, yeah. but we have a completely reoriented approach to things and we've got an exciting business climate to be entering well, into. Yeah, well, well, we're excited to hear about that. We did say that your nickname was the show boss. Your actual title is vice president and chief exhibiting officer. That's actually chief experience experience officer. Yes, okay, that makes more experience. sense. Okay, yeah. okay got it. Yes. So where did you get the pseudo title or nickname of show boss? Where did that come from? Well, actually, I've been the show boss. We're talking about, we're recording this here in June. Yeah. This marks my 25th year oh, as wow. the okay. show boss. Congratulations, so, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And that's just how the industry talks. Okay. You know, the trade when you're down in McCormick Place, somebody says, Who's the show boss? Oh, they I have see. to so go that's find a trade me, show right? Thing. That's Got it. it. That's it. Got it. So, yeah. Does so that usually mean that there's a problem from. that you need to solve? Uh, most of the time, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't generally go looking for you to say, great job. In fact, I'm not sure that's ever happened. Yeah, so the head of the union boss says, I need to talk to the show boss. Yeah, who's the boss around here? Who's the show boss? <laughs> who's the boss? Yeah, who's the show boss? So uh, we picked up on that years ago, yeah. and that's actually is my my Twitter. Oh, there you go. So, so what are you, you going to 25 years. 25 years. My God, yeah, Peter. Yeah. Let's go back 25 years. Okay. And, and let's talk about this evolution of IMTS. Jason and I were talking earlier before we brought you in about 1927 was the very first one in Cleveland, Ohio. There's been a lot of iterations since then. It was on an odd year in 1927, and now you're on. Yeah, I saw you had the the question, and so let me give you a few seconds of of that history. The show started in 27. It was envisioned at that time as a science fair. Not a trade show, not a buying thing. It was a science fair to talk about all the new innovations that involved manufacturing and machine tools. Well, I assume that back then science and manufacturing were very intertwined. Which is an interesting way to put it because we think they're back together. There there may have been a gap, but right now it's science and manufacturing are very close. Well, they talk about STEM or STEAM in in school. Um, I mean, if you're going to talk about uh, additive manufacturing, 3D printing, I mean, that's science. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you believe that you're a scientist, Jim? No. Did you ever think I, that? No, never. I just know how to make ships. And I know how to record a podcast, too. So the know? show was in the odd-numbered years. It started off envisioned to be kind of 27, 29. There were events around 30, and then came the Depression. Mm-hmm. The show went on hiatus, okay. came back, and was about to launch on the news cycle. World War II broke out. It went on hiatus during World War II because there were no commercial right. businesses in World War II. Yeah, Everything you just had to get down provided. to business and make make, make yes, parts. Most of our everyone was making converted into wartime oh, yeah. manufacturing. God, I can't that was a huge boom. That. So the comeback, Jeez. if you will, to yeah. a regular event was the country was opening up, things were growing. Cleveland maybe wasn't the right place at that time. Things were moving toward Chicago being the central. That's when the show moved here, 1947. Oh, when that Cincinnati That's Millicron. That's when the Cincinnati Millicron story yeah. comes from. And yeah. I'll give you one more story about Yeah, go ahead. I love that. I love all the- Oh, from the, the event 47? in 1947 was held in what was the Dodge Tank Plant. Where the Later became Tucker Motors. And if you remember the movie Tucker, he tried to do an American car company. I do remember that. Yeah. If you ever look at the movie Tucker, there's a line in the movie that says, I'll get started as soon as I can get those machine tools out of here. No way. Oh, really? As, are you kidding That's me? That's funny. But eventually the show needed a regular schedule. So it went to what was then called the Stockyards Arena. And it was in the Stockyards, in the Chicago Amphitheater area, mm-hmm. in a five-year cycle from 50, 55, 60, 65, 70. Hmm. 70 was the beginning of what we would call the modern era. Every other year, even numbered year, at McCormick Place. That's where we trace that back to. So and it, that came in as a yeah, result so, of going off year from the European event, Emo, 72 to 73 to 74, on and on. You started in 25 years ago, so that was the mid-90s. 96, I became yeah. the show boss, but, yeah. but I have been involved and in running things at IMTS since 1980. I was an exhibit manager for the largest booth in 1980. Who was and that booth? That was Warner and Swayze. Oh, yeah. So oh, my gosh. All these old uh, names. I was early into IMTS in my career and have been with it ever since. And I've gone from kind of one of the 
participants to one of the people that, that they hired to help them put the show together awesome. to finally taken as the show boss in 1996. And it's been an exciting ride and it just gets more and more exciting as the years go by. The technology has been kind of what I've personally taken pride in is we've gone from kind of an event that was sales and what do we have to sell? And it's become back to that science fair a little bit. Yeah, learning a lot more and learning and, and a lot more innovation and a lot more new products than you've seen in, in many years. Now we're known as what are they going to do next? I mm-hmm. mean, we 3D printed a car before anybody knew what the technology was. Yeah, and people go there looking to say, what could my shop look like over the next two years? That's what we go. That's what I go there for with my team is to look and see the technologies that are available to me and decide which ones need to be implemented. You've been intimately involved in the show for a long time. Obviously, you've seen a lot of iterations over that timeline. And then we had this record-breaking 2018. You're ready to go and have this killer 2020 show. And boom, who would have guessed we'd fall into a global, G-L-O-B-A-L, pandemic. Everything that we thought we were going to be able to do was put on hold. Amazing. 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 Shocking. You know, something you think about covering all your bases, right? We all try to do that in business. This is a base that it's hard to imagine that you could have covered. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, we really saw when we got to the March time frame that there was going to be a big problem. There <laughs> yes. was going to be a oh, big in March. problem okay. in March. I yeah. was traveling at the time in the UK, in England, with our partners from Sheffield, the AMRC, Advanced Manufacturing Research Center, who was a big participant of IMTS. And at that point, things were starting to explode in Europe. And you could explode see what, what do you mean? in the, the, the pandemic. Cases, oh, the, the pandemic was, okay. it was no longer this kind of, we think there's something going on in China. We better, you know. There's a lot of people coughing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Italy was, was really starting to break with the large number of cases. And tragically, it started to spread across yeah, Europe. Yeah, I remember that. I was in England discussing IMTS and became clear that it was more than just a, uh-oh, we're going to get over this in a few months. Mm-hmm. And, we're gonna, and as we move forward into April, May, we had to pivot. And pivot we did. We knew that we had to keep in touch with our audience. That yeah. was my mission with our partners, with our team, was, you know, people count on us to get together. They count on us to be the resource we cannot walk away from that responsibility. And that was the invention of IMTS Spark yep. and IMTS Network, mm-hmm. which we have continued both of those and will continue on into the future. They'll be slightly altered. We've got a new name for you coming out here very oh, great. soon. What we've learned out of all of this is that there is still a tremendous need for the industry to connect. You guys In do it in a physical it, manner, physical and virtual. It's connecting all the time. It's why your podcast is right. so successful. Absolutely. Our folks in our industry need to connect with each other. You can't do this in a vacuum. You can't do it. Well, I know one of the things that 
I heard from other manufacturing leaders that they kept saying was, well, maybe IMTS, it's the end of an era. And maybe there there's not going to be... Did you actually hear that? Oh, absolutely, Jim. You did too. I mean, no, back I then... No, no during the pandemic, a lot of people well, said... everyone was questioning everything. We were questioning every, if... You were, you know, everybody was questioning everything. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Who and, knew they and, were going to get a vaccine out this quick? Exactly. <laughs> and one of the things... Because everybody says, well, maybe, you know, all conferences are going to be virtual now. I mean, I did a lot of these virtual stuff and I'm like, it's just not the same. That's not the way we're made. We're, we're made to interact no, you know, virtually all the time. Of course, the human history, the marketplace has always been a big part of it. Right. You're not going to undo 5,000 years of human history in, in, in one year of this. And I also think that going forward, we've learned a lot on all fronts and that will enhance the experience both in person and in the time when you're not Mm-hmm. Well, event. I'm glad you mentioned that because this is one of the questions I have for you, Peter. And I still want to talk a little bit about before this, but you brought it up twice already. And because what we've learned about a virtual event, is 2022 going to be both a physical and a virtual event? It's not going to go away, right? I hate the word virtual. One of the other ones that we're about to hate because you'll hear it all the time is hybrid. But hybrid is probably the best word right now. Yes, there'll be an online presence. Yes, there'll be a virtual presence, if you will, but there'll also be the physical presence. And what we've learned is that you don't have to look at those as competitive. They are enhancements. Mm -hmm. Something, a stat that just has staggered us all is registrations for our IMTS Spark product. Mm -hmm. Half of those folks had never been to IMTS. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's a good start thinking about that. Yeah. Start half of the people, half of the registered audience of Spark had never been to a physical IMTS. Did you get any more metrics from that? Like, what are the age of those people? It's all over the map. Is it because I would think it would be from other countries? No, 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 necessarily. No, no. no. we're talking. I mean, the the large percentage of this would, in in our minds, be considered people who are going to be at the show. Now, we like to think of IMTS as this all encompassing beast, right? One hundred and thirty five thousand. But you know what? If you look at manufacturing, how many individuals are really involved in manufacturing? It's over 2 million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somewhere between 2 and 3 million. That's our big audience, if you think about it. And that's where we're going to take our, what we called Spark, we're going to be calling it IMTS Plus in the future. Okay. Because it'll be IMTS Plus. Is this a you heard it here first on making chips? (laughs) (laughs) You you heard it first here on making chips. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's because it is plus. IMTS in a week, you can't pack it all in. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes beyond it. Otherwise, I mean, you're going to get a hangover. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we even had that on Spark. Right. You told us before the show, every single square inch of exhibit space at McCormick Place is being used by IMTS. Yeah. So there's no downgrade to the physical IMTS. Thinking about IMTS 22, which is what we're going to talk about, I guess. Now, can I pivot now? Yeah. No, 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 I have to look question. at Jim because he yeah. was talking about right. wrapping up the I, past. I here. don't want to give away all the good stuff right away because I want, I want people to know how big this show is. Jim likes to stay it stuck in the It is past. the largest manufacturing show in North America. Yes. In the world. Okay. In the Western okay. Hemisphere. And what I think is great is this show is in Chicago. So, you know, I love this city just like you do, just like Jason does, just like a lot of people. It's, I live it's, here. Yeah, I know you do. So do I. Well, you live in the city limits, which is even that much better. However, I want to know the revenue stream. What does IMTS, and you, maybe you don't have numbers, but maybe you can kind of just give us a guesstimate or 
allude to how big of a deal it is for the city of Chicago as far as a revenue stream for that one week. Compared to other conferences, I mean, it's the biggest, right? It's by far the largest. Of it's the, all the of conferences. all conferences in Chicago. It's the lar- it's longest in duration for one, which really helps. It's oh. uh, it's it's the largest that brings people into the hotels. That's riding cabs, eating in restaurants, all of the above. Putting a number on it is very very difficult. It's hundreds of millions. Wow. Hundreds sure. of wow. millions. For the manufacturing industry. And and you know, and and people, you know, outside of manufacturing don't get us and just a number like that. I mean, it's just they get us would they get us when that you throw numbers like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I want to just talk about the immensity of it. In context of the tax revenue for the city, the state, and all that, they have learned a really valuable lesson mm-hmm. in how important conferences and events are. That hole in revenue is huge because people aren't paying airport taxes. They're not paying Uber mm-hmm. taxi. They're not paying restaurant taxes. Yep. But now that lesson where we all kept saying, you know how important shows are? I assume with the amount of revenue that's being brought in by IMTS, by AMT, I assume that the show boss gets to sit down and get politically connected <laughs> with the uh, the movers and shakers in the Chicago political scene. Is that the case? Or we we have to perform our role. Okay, and our role we is, all do. Our role is to represent the manufacturing industry to every level of participant at McCormick Place. Okay, you said that very eloquently. You said that very eloquently. I tried to put him off track, but you know, yeah, no, no, <laughs> not no. Peter Eelman. Everybody is involved, and in that's the beauty yeah. of IMTS. It's mm-hmm. so large that everyone who's even working a little bit as a you know kind of a, a teamster or a a carpenter at McCormick Place, they know us, yeah. because we employ the most mm-hmm. of any show. Yep, we have the most hotel space the most revenue that's brought into the city so everyone is excited to have us back i was at a press conference just two weeks ago about the reopening of mccormick place oh i I I saw that i saw that yes it's clear the excitement level and by the way the building did a good job during the off time if upgraded the facility of course they did they took the time that's the one thing about a place like mccormick place there's no time right yeah. It's like, when do you change the carpeting? They kind of got a facelift a little bit. Is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and some things that will make the environment better. The floors were sealed. Less dust. Fans upgraded. Better air circulation. Lighting upgraded. Much brighter. All things that are going to make the experience oh, better is, when we finally exciting. get there. This is including great. This when is you great. park in the parking garage. Yeah. Uh, they are all up cleaned upgraded better lighting better elevators oh, and they probably raised the price of the parking too <laughs> this point no but you uh, know yeah. you I, know uh, it's gonna happen yeah, right yeah last thing before we start hearing all the good stuff so obviously you're working with the city intimately about you know the planning of 2022 it's all looking really good right absolutely okay tell us about all the exciting things that we as participants in the largest manufacturing show in North America. What's on the horizon for us? Well, here's the first thing. Just what Jason said. Is our trade shows dead or is this going to change? Is, is our life going to be different in the future? Is everybody going to sit in their pajama bottoms and, and do phone calls all day? Well, if there's ever definitive proof 
that that's not the case. It's the level of interest we're seeing in IMTS 2022 on every level. I mentioned we're seeing registrations from folks who've never attended who are now in our database and now excited about the IMTS products and excited to go. We're about to unveil for the first time the floor plan for IMTS 2022. And there's a lot of folks out there saying, you know, oh, you know, because there are other shows that are suffering. I will not sugarcoat it. There are shows that maybe didn't stay as connected to their audience or things changed in their world, something. Everyone's kind of eagerly thinking, oh, are they 50% of what they used to be? Are they 40%? The floor plan we're going to lease in the next week is all halls, all levels of current place. East, west, East, west, upper, lower, all over. We're going to be as big as we were We're in 2018. We are not at capacity today, but we are tracking towards it. I mean, like the floor space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few empty spaces, but right now it's competition for the empty spaces. And we're releasing the floor plan because we don't want to wait any longer. We want people to know that, hey, start your plans because it's going to be fantastic have you figured out where we're going to have the making chips recording studio at IMTS? <laughs> you already know where you're going to have the making chips recording studio no you're we're putting g- them on the spot <laughs> yeah no it, that main concourse that we use we're going to be doing more there actually Great. we're going to cool. be doing shows there and in fact the press conference that uh that i was at last week talked about they have converted what used to be the airy crown theater a lot of the locals yeah. here will yeah, know i know Airy that crown one theater it's now going to be a studio and we'll be doing the IMTS network broadcasts when we do the oh, non-public great. ones, when we do the interview shows and things like mm-hmm. that. We'll and be using Crown. the Airy Crown Theater, cool. which includes a uh, 40-foot wall that will be plastered with uh, IMTS backgrounds and things That's like awesome. that. Video wall. Yeah, I understand. Right? I got it's, you. Uh, it's really something cool. So we'll be headquartered over there, but all the live broadcasting, all the live shows will be done in the concourse, including some of our wake up imts and those kind of shows very so, great Peter. Um, we're excited for that it's just going to show the vibe yeah. of this industry mm-hmm. and it's it's being driven i i had a chat with pat mcgibbon who is yeah, amt's uh amt's guru of all things statistics mm-hmm. we call him the cko okay <laughs> chief knowledge <laughs> chief knowledge officer i love those acronyms i had a chat with pat about the uh the industry outlook and it's uh, it's unbelievable yeah. and and it's being fueled by Yes, demand, but also the supply chain issue. Last year and a half, if it taught us anything, is that no supply chain is bulletproof. Yep. And you'd better have alternatives. Well, we've been talking about near sourcing here on making chips for years now, and it's becoming more and more. Yeah, we need to have an episode on that. Being a machine shop owner, all I'm hearing, the buzz that I'm hearing from my industry specifically is automation. Automation is by and far the saving grace of our industry. The robotic technology is taking out these mundane jobs. It's making us work in lights out conditions. It's just simplifying our life. How is IMTS 2022 going to reflect this huge interest in automation for manufacturing? I think the biggest thing you can say about automation is that it's everywhere now. It's everywhere. And that's what you're going to see. It's no longer kind of a niche place. Every manufacturer is talking about it. Every manufacturer is going to have it in their booth, and we're going to feature it as well in our Emerging Technology Center. The thing about it is that automation is not what a lot of folks 
look at it and go, oh, you're taking jobs away. Or you're doing. That's not no. what automation There's is. There's metrics that These say. These are the yeah. jobs that we cannot fill. We all know that. It's, it's an amazing dichotomy of, okay, how are we going to fill this job? We can't fill this job. No one is available to do this job. How are we going to do it? Now we've got automation. It's freeing up better jobs, more technical jobs, and we can do things better. And that's what an IMTS brings to you. IMTS, by attending it, you can get rid of those tasks and start to get to the really exciting tasks. How do we make parts better? How do we make product better? Yeah, no, that's very true. We have a thing we talk about at my company, and it's an EOS term, but I talk about all the time called delegate and elevate. Mm -hmm. And one of my goals when hiring somebody is I like to kind of nurture people from the ground up and have them rise in the company. And I'm always talking to them about you have to delegate the things that you do and elevate yourself. And a lot of it comes down to delegating to automation so that you could go into a higher profile, more valuable job. Automation, innovation, those are the key words when it you're really looking is. at IMTS because you're, you're looking at the growth of 3D printing, the growth of technical products, and automation touches every piece of it. And really, Peter, it really hasn't changed. It's always been there, but it's always been the level at which it's advancing that's been changing, right? The dawn of CNCs and the or even NC. I mean, yeah. like, you know, all of that. I is mean, look at iteration. how quickly it's advanced itself. That's what's exciting to me is how the advancement of the technologies is really, really ramping up. And automation is really, really ramping up. The manufacturing industry is a story of automation. Every time we elevate manufacturing to become more efficient, I mean, we're automating something. I mean, you were around when they used to do uh, <laughs> programming through... Um, the whole, it was a hole punching or what it's they called call it? nc it's called yeah. a tape punch tape punch thank you i didn't i never had physically had my hands on that okay. i was never part of the technology at car machine and tool okay but i know people that did work with it you probably did peter i learned how okay. oh you learned how i i was a an apprentice at warner and swayze oh, no. and i had to learn how to punch tape even that was a form of automation absolutely then, absolutely you know? any Seems kind of manufacturing is automation it's right. just what stage of the development are we yeah. in? And yeah. we're in a very sophisticated stage now in that, and it's kind of exciting because we don't have to mention it. Automation is everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's part of IMTS. It's part of every successful company. It's not kind of like, let's put automation in the corner here. Right. No, 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 no. It's everywhere. And it that's is. what you'll see. Just automating machining, automating inspection, automating everything from, you know, and it's, it's a lot of it's made possible with the communication ability. Right. You know, I mean, that's that. Those are those are the keys that you were talking about the history of IMTS. I mean, IMTS is where MT Connect was introduced. Mm -hmm. MT Connect is kind of the baseline of of how you can do a lot of this stuff. You can't really fully automate if you can't talk. Right. And <laughs> MT Connect is the talk. Right. There are other ways to talk, but MT Connect has become universal to the point where we don't have an MT Connect booth anymore. Absolutely. Do we have this? Do we have that? No. You need it. Yep. Absolutely. You need a ball screw? Yeah, of course you need a ball screw. So what do we need to do as a manufacturing community now? We're about 16 months away from September 2022. What do we need to start thinking of now and preparing ourselves for the show? Because I promote this all the time within my internal company and my family. Preparedness is good. Set goals. Write it down create a plan. What as manufacturers 
participants in your show do we need to do to prepare for September 2022? Well, we're here to help. Let's okay. put it that way. I alluded to our new IMTS Plus name that's going to be coming out here in the next several months. It's uh, But our website is the place to start, imts.com. Okay. That's where you can start to connect with us. You can connect with the companies in advance. You can connect with what they're bringing to the show. You can connect with the floor plan. In a week, we're going to make it public. This is not a private thing. We are a very open organization. Our goal at AMT is to connect people because manufacturing is people. It you is. know from our IMTS network, our stories are about people. And as long as we can maintain that role, we can connect the people that need to connect to automation and innovation and new products and ideas. So really coming to IMTS.com is step one, getting yourself on board there. You'll see all of the opportunity that's there. There's groups you can join. You can work with AMT on a couple of things that are that are coming up soon. We've got a group that's dedicated to supply chain. We've got a group that's dedicated to a whole, just a whole variety of things. And really the place to start is IMTS.com because that'll give you your roadmap. Are we going to do another food show and go restaurant hopping again? <laughs> that this, was fun. That was this fun. This time we've got a lot to do because uh, unfortunately the pandemic has claimed some of our restaurants here. Of in course, Chicago. but there's new ones popping. There up. There are new ones popping. That's up why we need to all let, the time. Let the IMTS. You can be sure that our trio is going to be featured <laughs> in a restaurant <laughs> tour. I would in love the, that. in the not too distant future. I'm about to go down to McCormick Place in a few minutes to tape an episode of what we call the show. Uh, that'll be available both on social media and on our website in the next couple of weeks that talks about the release of the floor plan. But that's your place to see shows on IMTS Network. And before long, you'll see uh, you'll see Jason, Jim, and I going to a nice, nice. restaurant here in Chicago Looking and it. sampling it for you in advance. There great. you go. Peter, it's a great to have you in the studio with us again today. Uh, it's great that you we're hearing all this great stuff. It's great the pandemic is just about over and we can get back to some normalcy start making more money, right? Yeah, absolutely. You have to be looking towards IMTS for what is my shop going to look like for the next two years. And you need to be out there making more chips and technology is the way to do it. Because if you're not making chips, you're not making money. Bam. Bam. Metalworking Nation, listen up. Manufacturing is challenging. You need to think differently. The day-to-day whirlwind of urgencies, the pressure to grow, customer demands, workforce development, new machine tools and robots. The list goes on and on. It is possible to stay ahead of the game of manufacturing, but you can't do it alone. We're here to give you access to exclusive content from other leaders, as well as videos, blogs, show notes, and more resources designed to equip and inspire you on making chips. Hey, Jason. You know, many, many of our listeners are in the Pacific Northwest, specifically in the Seattle metro area. You know, Nick and I were just talking to a super fan of the show the other day. His name is Matt Harris of CNC Machine Service in Retton, Washington. And he asked us for a quick shout out about an upcoming in-person demonstration of the FANUC CRX Cobot running a Mitatoya CMM. As we all know, it's all about automation. It's coming down the pipeline very quickly. And it's not a matter of what type of automation you have. It's about getting it, any kind of it, implementing it, 
because your competition is getting it. And if you're lagging, you're definitely going to get lost. So all of this is going to be this Wednesday and Thursday, June 23rd and 24th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. From what Matt tells us, there's going to be giveaways and refreshments. All you need to do is go to cncmachineservice.com and click the orange link at the bottom of the page that says upcoming events. It will take you to a registration page and there you can fill out an Eventbrite form for either day. It's 100% free and I'm sure there's going to be a huge takeaway. Have fun, learn something new, and tell Matt that the guys from Making Chips sent you. Bam.